AMA50KFUO, we are worldwide at KFUO.org. It's time now for our Moment of Faith during the Midday Moments program. And I'm Gary Duncan, and with me on the telephone, as always, for the Moment of Faith, is Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good uh, good day to you. Hope that uh, hope that we don't have another snowmageddon by the end of the week. Yeah, I hope we don't either, but I've been hearing some stuff that we may be having some uh, pretty bad weather coming in on Friday. So tomorrow. All right. Well, it's a, it's a good thing that it's only Thursday. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> what would you like to talk about today? Well, we're continuing my little Lenten series for a few weeks on the hymns of Isaac Watts. And uh, this week I got a different one than I had last week. And then when we get back together again in a couple of weeks, I've got yet a third one. So Isaac Watts was a prolific writer, and he seemed to really like the themes of Lent. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that and a little bit about the influence of Isaac Watts' hymn, Alas, and Did My Savior Bleed, on another hymn writer. Okay. All right. So let's go back a little bit. There are many stories of people who came to a more dynamic faith in Jesus as their Savior after they listened to what others had written. This is what Martin Luther wrote about his discovering the good news of Jesus while studying St. Paul's letter to the Romans when Luther was a professor of theology at Wittenberg University in Germany. He said, Night and day I pondered until I saw the connection between the justice of God and the statement that the just shall live by his faith. Then I grasped that the justice of God is that righteousness by which, through grace and sheer mercy, God justifies us through faith. Thereupon I felt myself to be reborn and to have gone through the open doors to paradise. The whole scripture took on a new meaning. And whereas before the justice of God filled me with hate, now it became to me an expressibly sweet and greater love. This passage of Paul became to me the gate of heaven. So isn't that interesting? You know, we we know that we are justified by grace through faith. But uh, the guy who discovered what that meant was our, our old friend Martin Luther. Yeah. Well, about, about 200 years later, there was another guy in England named John Wesley, student at Oxford University. And Wesley attended a revival meeting at Aldersgate Street in London. Luther's notes on Romans, which is what I just read, were read aloud at that meeting. In his journal, Wesley said that his heart had been strangely warmed. And this was the beginning of what we now call the Methodist Church. Another minister, Isaac Watts, the guy we're talking about during the Lenten season, was born a few years before John Wesley. Watts wrote a hymn based upon the saving grace of Christ also. Not only did Wesley know this hymn well, but we know it too. Uh, let's uh, have a chance to listen to this one. Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? I use the Amazing Grace uh, tune because mm-hmm. it seemed to make sense to me. <laughs> Was it for crimes that I had done? He groaned upon the tree. Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. I'm sure glad that tune fit those words. Yeah, it did. 
All right. Here are some comments again from this new book by Thomas Nelson Publishers. When Isaac Rotz wrote, Alas, and Did My Savior Bleed?, he had no way of knowing the impact it would have on a woman named Fanny Crosby. Crosby would become one of the most well-known hymnists by writing more than 8,000 songs in her lifetime. It is said that at the age of 30, she went to an altar during a church service and the congregation began to sing Watts' hymn. Although she had been to the altar before, something about the words of this hymn resounded with her and she surrendered her life to Jesus. The essence of the gospel is that God took on flesh and died for worms like us. I can't help but wonder if it was that simple truth written poetically through the pen of Watts that penetrated Crosby's heart. That was certainly the message that Paul shared when, in his letter to Timothy when he wrote, This is a faithful saying and worthy of acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the chief. Crosby, who had been blind since her youth, can you imagine that? Someone who was blind from the time that she was a child still ended writing thousands of hymns. She wrote these lyrics that seemed to show that in Jesus there were many things that she could see. And here's Fanny Crosby's hymn. I am thine, O Lord, I have heard thy voice, and it told my love to me. But I long to rise in the arms of faith and be closer drawn to thee. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to thy precious bleeding side. You know, in these weeks of Lent, we can learn so many life's lessons. Uh, the hymns that we sang today have taught us that we still have much to learn from Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection. And we still have a whole lot to learn as we continue to go through the hymns that make special meaning behind the story of the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus as we live it out through the weeks in Lent. All right. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we conclude yeah. this segment? Okay. Lord, teach us during these weeks of Lent to learn how your steadfast love will finally win every battle because in your son's resurrection, we have learned that the battle belongs to the Lord. For we pray in the name of Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Amen. Amen. Now I'm taking off uh, next week. So uh, what are we going to talk about in two weeks? Well, we've got another Isaac Watts hymn. And it'll still be Lent in two weeks, so we can do this. Okay. <laughs> this, this hymn is titled, Not All the Blood of Beasts. Okay. And it talks about the Old Testament sacrificial system and how Jesus fulfilled all that was needed in the Old Testament sacrificial system once for all. Sounds great. I'll talk to you then. All right. Thanks, Have a Doug. good week off. Yeah, I will. Thank you. We are the Messenger of Good News. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO Radio. Our webpage is KFUO.org.